Blades of Steel, fight for victory in the hottest hockey game on ice. A chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. And I'm Sam. You know, guys, last week I said at the very end of the episode that we were going to give Blades of Steel a fair shot, just like we gave Bionic Commando last week. And I didn't really know what I meant by that. Like that doesn't that doesn't that kind of sounds a little suspicious of me. Uh, yeah, I Why would say, it Mike. I was, I was going to say something, uh, but it, it sounds like, and it, it just the the way that you have conducted the essential games list uh, these past hundred and forty something episodes, uh, you ki- you try and put your finger on the scales a little too much, and uh, I think that just just by virtue of being. Uh, a man who loves democracy, it's never something that I've been a very big fan of. And you couldn't be more timely with that with the election right around the corner. But <laughs> well, I, I wanted to mention, that, you know, if, okay, if, yes. I'm sorry, if, Kona, if uh, Konami doesn't reach out to us and kind of kind of line our pockets a little bit, we don't vote at Essential. Isn't that what we do with, isn't that how Bionic Commando got on? Yeah, uh, well, Konami actually funds the whole show. We should just say that up front. <laughs> right, that, yeah. like, we received a very generous, uh, you know, startup investor from an angel investor from Konami. Uh, and that's how we've been running the whole show. So what I really meant to say before this whole thing got derailed was that are we just are we giving sports games a fair shot in general on the NES? Or do we do we see sports titles and we're like, oh, but no, this one's not not happening. We've gone on record as saying that there would never be a sports game on the Essential Games list, but I always still try and look at them in a way that does give them a shot. Yeah, I'm kind of in the the same boat. I have a hard time seeing that happening, but I'm I'm for it. But also, it's just, I'm probably not the guy to be be judging sports games. So I, I do my best. I would argue that there already is an Essential sports game in Duck Hunt. And Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh yeah, that one too. Duh. It's more but, yeah. You know. Punch Out is definitely a better example. <laughs> but yeah. I think that like for sports games to be successful on the NES, they can't try to make to be like the whole game. They should focus on like one aspect of a game or of a sport. You know, like Punch Out isn't really. It's more of like a action puzzle game. And you're not like going through boxing training and stuff. It's a you know? rhythm game, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Rhythm puzzle something. I don't know. So this is our second hockey game. I think before Blades of Steel, we just had Ice Hockey, which came to us directly from Nintendo. So this is Konami's shot at upstaging Nintendo on what it uh, takes to make a hockey game. Hockey, of course, just ended um, uh, like last month. The Tampa Bay Lightning, a.k.a. the New York Rangers Part 2, uh, won the Stanley Cup, so in many ways the Don't Rangers also like. won. They also won the Stanley Cup in a way. Uh, <laughs> I was I was happy to see some uh, old teammates lift the cup, but we all know that next year the Buffalo Bills will win the Stanley Cup championship <laughs> for sure. <laughs> the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> well, yeah. After they win the Super Bowl, they'll just yeah. take the Stanley Cup too. They'll just go for the uh, the. Josh Allen cannot be stopped. There you go. 
Anyway, I think it's time we start talking about Blades of Steel. You know, the difference here, the immediate difference from Ice Hockey is that um, all the teams are are fictional, but they're based on uh, they're based out of real Canadian and American cities. Uh, and now that I'm reading that sentence that I wrote, I don't think that was true in Ice Hockey. Did you actually get to play as the New York Rangers? Um, I don't. I don't remember if you could be. I think no, 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 no. They were they were teams based off of uh, nationalities. It was an American oh, team. Oh, right, right, right. That team. one was, yeah. yes, yes. So you were able to choose, right. like... This is, this is the first game that it's cities, and um, they only have eight of them, I think, or 12, or I don't know. But it's just, it's uh, yeah, it's four, it's eight. There are four Canadian teams. There's four American teams. Um, and they, they try and get the colors right for the most part, but in no way is this an NHL or NL, NHLPA-sanctioned game. Um uh, but yeah, since Buffalo is not included, that's already uh, points off. But right, absolutely. It's okay. Uh, we'll get yeah. into that. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot that ice hockey included like Soviet Russia and um, and like no, they said that too. Like I'm not, I'm yeah. not saying that. No, it's the USSR. Uh, and I think West Germany, right? One of those Germanies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was strange and, and definitely a relic. So I thought that was cool. But you know, uh, playing as cities maybe uh, feels a little more like. You don't just always choose USA. Uh, I always chose USA when we played ice hockey. Yeah, so now I have more choices. Now you choose here. New York. Yeah, I choose New, New York. York. And I, feel, <laughs> I can't wait for the version where I can just specifically pick my town in Queens. And be like, <laughs> yeah, town I'm... I'm <laughs> That's Urban <yeah>. Champion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Exactly. So you get a choice between exhibition or tournament mode. And, and you know, I just want to say off the bat, I have a beef with the the choices here. So it says exhibition or tournament, okay? I'm totally okay. fine with just having two choices. That's normal. I'm not expecting some, like, new uh, way to play hockey. But you choose exhibition, and then you choose your team, and then you choose the other team, and then you have to hit the A button again. Oh, just I for knew no you were going to bring this up. I knew you <laughs> were going to bring no this up. Just for no reason at all, you have to, you have to hit confirm. It's just confirming, Mike. I yeah. don't get it though. You've already confirmed. You've picked everything. I think. I, I mean, I appreciate t- having the, the the like. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, like, it, it's it's trying to make sure like you're being responsible. It's like okay, you you, you hit it, but we're gonna give you one last chance to back out if you want. Otherwise, like it's like this is what you're playing, or you gotta get up and hit the reset button. So you have to wait like a full minute before you actually start playing. So get ready. The yeah, yeah, screen. exactly. You have like this whole cutscene yeah. beforehand. I don't know. Uh, there's something about the flow of things that it just felt off to me. Every time I started a new match, I had to uh, press that extra A press when it wasn't necessary. Well, if it was just a half, <laughs> like a, a, half press. a press, but whatever. Yeah, I get it. Yes. Uh, you know, and then there's also on the, you know, on the positive side, when you choose exhibition or tournament or whatever, there's a nice little Zamboni driving around. And Zambonis I appreciated that. I appreciated the extra touch there that they didn't just like have a uh, a blue Final Fantasy like menu screen where you just like are hung on that and instead you get to see the rink and watch the Zamboni kind of satisfyingly drive across all of the rink too. It doesn't just scroll from right to left and then back over. It actually does like yeah. cover the the whole ice. Yeah. One one other thing that I'd like to bring up it, it's always like a thing that I appreciate is they have uh, contextualized difficulty settings where it's not just easy, <laughs> medium and hard, it's 
junior college and pro. So that was, uh, I appreciate that um, because, you know, there's the juniors and then there's college, then there's <laughs> professional hockey. So that's always fun. Yeah, you're right. I never thought about that. But in a way, I'm playing as NYU when I pick the college mode and pick New York as opposed to playing NYU. as the New York Rangers. True. Yeah. I'd love to see an NYU hockey team. But <laughs> well, who would be like the de facto New York college for hockey? You're right. Other than the, the Tisch School of Arts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's talk about the actual game, though. Just, uh, you know, for me, some general observations, and then everybody else can kind of go around, too. Uh, right away, the voice effects. Very cool. Uh, clear, for the most part. Apparently, some people have problems with hearing um, what he says when you get a pass. But I heard pass, so I could care less what, what, what else he was trying to say. But do we have a verdict? On what he was trying to say there? Get the it's pass. It's a pass. It's yeah, a pass. Get, it's a pass. Okay. It's a pass. Yeah. I, I guess that was cool. And it's like, oh, the announcer is talking. No, like, it's everything. Do, it's do every need pass. It? Yeah. Do we need it every time? I mean, I, I'm playing the game. I know I'm passing. <laughs> <laughs> I would have appreciated uh, it more. The... Go ahead. I would have appreciated it more if it was just like, with the shot or something like that. <laughs> Not every pass. I don't know. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Joe. No, I was just saying, I do like the, the the voice effect, you know, even at the beginning, where it just goes, Blades of Steel. I mean, I can't do it as badly as they do it, but it still sounds <laughs> pretty good for the NES. Mike can pixelize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll do my best. And, and here's another thing, too, just to, since we're talking about the voice effects thing. Sean, do they actually ever say when you take a shot, or is it just when you pass that they have voice it's effects? It's just like, passing. I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, they why have, wouldn't they? They have, the, uh, um, they have the main title screen. They have face-offs. They have uh, passing, they have fights, and they might say penalty shot, but I don't think so, and that's it. Well, I mean, if that's not the whole game of hockey, you know, <laughs> who needs shooting? Why even, you know, they probably said, why bother with the boys shooting? Yeah. No that's one's the least shoot. exciting part. When someone, when someone scores, nobody cares. I hate scoring, yeah. Passing, that's where you're, oh my god, you see that pass? <laughs> <laughs> Nine out of ten hockey fans will tell you that during a power play, nobody shoots anyway. So, yeah, it's true. Just uh, wheel. You know? Just wheel. <laughs> right. So there's that. Um, and then a, another general observation, and maybe I should have saved this for later on, but, you know, it's nice that they contextualize junior, college, and pro, but I found all three computers to be pretty easy in this game. Even pro. Even pro. Even pro. I won pretty convincingly on every single uh, game I played. And that enhanced my enjoyment of this game. <laughs> uh, so I, okay, so before we get into, like, how good the computer plays this version of hockey, we should probably get into what this version of hockey is. Um, yes, because it is a little different. Yeah. So uh, the, the hockey so far, I think, has done the worst job in these early iterations of sports games of, like, simulating the rules aside from maybe like 10 yard fight, because we haven't really had another football game yet. But um, so in this game, they uh, there's no, there's no offside, which is a pretty, uh, it's a pretty important part of the game. Um, there is, uh, they, they do do icing, which was surprising for me uh, when you just clear the puck immediately down the ice. Um, uh, they they have an interesting way of doing penalties though, because there's only one kind of there's two kinds of penalties: getting in a fight 
And it's not really just that fighting is a penalty. It's the way that they enforce the penalty. And I love this. And I, I really, I wish that there was an alternate reality in which this is just hockey was played, but whoever loses the fight gets penalized (laughs) and the winner gets to stay on. And they don't even like stop the game. Like you just continue to skate while the refs come and just take him away to the cage and like that's just how you get that's just how you get scoring opportunities uh the other one is uh that if that happens in front of the goal you get like some weird soccer style penalty shot but that fight mechanic and the way that they penalize those i love it and i want to see it in action yeah, I feel like they they were just like, well, we have to, like, fighting's a big part of hockey, we have to include it. But then, like, from the video game mechanic side of it, like, well, you need to have an incentive to win the fight, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, they're like, oh, let's just, let's just change the rules a little bit. Yeah. Um, it was it was by far, uh, it, like, the, the the games that I played in uh, while I was playing Blades of Steel uh, were, were probably the most fights I've ever seen in a hockey game because it was... Uh, it, I just loved that aspect of it so much. It's also like three bumps and a fight starts. You know, I yeah. I don't know any hockey game that would get escalated that quickly. But <laughs> yeah, you do find yourself fighting a lot. And if we're being honest here, this is some of the best fighting. Uh, you know, like side scrolling fighting we've seen in an NES game yet. Like this is this is good combat. You're able to like choose to hit in the chest or the head. You can choose to block. Like it felt a little proto street fighter. I mean, I feel like it felt a little bit more like on the level with uh, urban champion, but uh, I agree. I, I, I agree that it is better than urban champion. And that's weird <laughs> that it's a hockey game. That's yeah. better than urban champion. Yeah. There's just like one little game play element. That's better than that entire game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Sean, you mentioned no offside rule, uh, and that is true, but were you able to, like, pass in a way that would have been illegal? Like, I found that I actually couldn't, um, I couldn't pass to somebody who was in the next zone over. It just, like, wouldn't let me do that because, uh, it would pass. Yeah. What I'll say is that, um, while it's really hard to choose a specific player that you want to pass to, you do have a little bit of input. But regardless of that, you can cross the blue. I'm sorry, you can cross the uh, offensive zone into the offensive zone while you already have guys over there, um, which should not right, happen. Right, that's true. Yes, that, uh, that's, that part I'm not thinking of. Yeah, and that's why offsides is not in the game. Uh, but I, I yeah, but like just going back to icing, I was just surprised that they put that in there at all because it just seems so unlikely that it'll happen. And when it did happen. I was just caught off guard because they actually like brought the face off into the other zone. It was just, it was weird. It was weird. Was there icing in, um, there wasn't icing in ice hockey. I don't recall. I don't think so. I recall ice hockey being like lawless. Yeah. Like there were barely any rules. It was just like, they figured out that they programmed it so that if the puck went into the net, it counted as a goal, (laughs) but otherwise not many other things were enforced. Uh, you know, how did you guys feel though about like, how the players control on the ice, you know, like skating, like was, was it, um, was it slippery? Was it, was it too, uh, too much friction? Uh, did you enjoy like controlling all your different players and, and just playing hockey? Was that fun? I, I didn't think it really felt like ice too much, but I thought that everyone was really responsive and very arcade like in the way that they played. So I thought that it was successful in that way. Yeah. I felt like you had the, you know, I agree it didn't feel like ice, but I feel like it was, um, it's not supposed to, you know, if, if you're playing as 
professional hockey players that it's not you're not going to be it's not going to be super slippery like a like a Mario ice would be. So I mean, it, it ice is not me. supposed to feel like ice. I, I appreciate you know what I mean. That. No, if you're no, if you're, if you're skating, mean. yeah, it's not going to Mario ice is there as like a challenge, but like being yeah. on ice in this isn't supposed to be a challenge. I, I will say that from my memory of ice hockey, uh, which is kind of foggy, I think that it did a better job of feeling like hockey in like in just like that moment to moment, like moving in a direction. Uh, whereas this felt a bit uh, more one to one and less momentum based. Like I'll use the, that phrase again. Um, but uh, it didn't uh, it wasn't something that called attention to itself. Yeah, Sean, I think you're spot on there. I, ice hockey had more flair to it, you know. Um, you, you were able to choose the types of player for your team, you know, between like three different guys, a bulky guy, a skinny yeah. guy, a tall guy. Like you were able to choose your players and it was it was a lot more momentum based in the sense that like if you started skating in a direction and skated long enough, it, you wouldn't be able to just stop on a dime. So you did have to think about how you were skating around on the ice. And it had like a, you know, a cute... Nintendo way of presenting hockey. But I'd argue that Blades of Steel, even if it doesn't control quite like how we would expect ice hockey to control, it's better for these purposes of playing hockey. And it was easier for me to be really good at playing hockey in Blades of Steel comparatively to um, ice hockey because of the way that you're able to like have more control over your players and you can kind of you can get a better idea of who you are because they're glowing. And, and when you pass, it's like it doesn't just the, the puck doesn't just kind of like float out into the ether. It goes to another one of your players like those things. Uh, the way that the game kind of assists you made it easier and more enjoyable to play Blades of Steel for me than Ice Hockey did. Yeah, the, there were still a couple things that I, I would have hoped that they'd have solved by now uh, with I mean, I, I think that. Ice hockey was still 88, so there wasn't really much time between these two to make improvements. Um, and I know they're not made by the same people, but uh, the one thing that I was still a little annoyed by was the way in which you like choose where you're shooting, and that's just sort of waiting until a uh, constantly scrolling cursor uh, picks a spot for you and you have to time it correctly. I think I mean I think it worked it worked a little differently in ice hockey, but it's sort of the same principle. Um, and uh, also the fact that you are simultaneously controlling your uh, your goalie, which is kind of difficult when you're also trying to retrieve the puck from the slot and like stop constant like shot after shot after shot. It's a little it's just a little mind bendy to try and do that like both of those things at once. Uh, but all in all, I do I do think that it is an improvement in the moment to moment gameplay from ice hockey. It's it's an interesting dilemma though, right? Like, um, I totally get that it's upsetting that you can't choose your own shot, but in a way, it helps to have it that way because when you're playing as the goalie, it does help to know where the shot is going to be to seamlessly change from being one of the defensemen to being the goalie because you can kind of say like yeah. your eyes just react quicker to that than say you would be able to if there was no indicator of where it was being. Yeah, shot. and it is Maybe helpful that it is it's not just for your shot. It's also also telling you where the opponent's shot will be. So at least it sort of levels the playing field there. Right. And maybe that's something they could have turned off for pro mode, but then it wouldn't it would have just been a huge disadvantage yeah, to the player terrible. with no way to shoot um to know where you're gonna shoot. Yeah. 
from what I understand, though, with the um, you know, with the shots that the opponents team take, is that your goalie can't just like sit on the puck and force a faceoff. He always just like if I didn't choose to pass it, uh, he would just pass it after a certain amount of time ran out. Is that true? I think so. Yeah, I remember just uh, because uh, not not to go a little off topic here, but uh, it's really hard to get the puck out uh, when the computer opponent will just stand in front of your goalie. And for some reason, you it's it's hard to change who you're going to pass to from the goalie. So I just kept passing it to the guy that was taking shots at me. Um, uh, it, but like, and, and if I waited too long to try and like find a clear zone, I would just do it anyway. So uh, you are correct that it will not, you can't freeze the puck in this game. Um. I I was going to say that I think um I didn't play the two player mode. I don't know if any of you guys did, but I did not. I'm wondering if the way that the kind of inconvenient the inconvenient way that the goalie moves where you're moving your character and the goalie at the same time if that is kind of beneficial for two player mode because then if you could control your goalie really well, it's probably not that hard to block a lot of shots. Um Whereas the two-player mode might kind of like make it easier to present more opportunities to score, if it's like a little bit trickier. Yeah, there's definitely a balance there. I'll I'll, I'll say I'll agree with that. I, I just think it's the wrong way to balance it because it's just kind of frustrating. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I'll say I I played two-player mode. Uh, I think when last time I played it was when I was like eight years old, so I don't really remember. But I did used to play this game a lot, and and two player. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, actually, this is one of the few on the NES that my brother's a big hockey guy, so this was like his game, and he used to always make me play it, and probably usually beat me. But um, but I did used to play this as a kid a lot. This is like this and like Super Mario Brothers three were like my first like NES games I used to play all the time, which is weird because wow. I'm not a hockey guy myself, but. Yeah, that just bringing that up to tell you that I still can't answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it left me wondering, you know, uh, what playing two-player mode against, you know, like, I don't know what success you guys had against the computer players, but two-player mode is definitely a, uh, you know, would be the preferred way to play any of these sports games, For in sure. my opinion, because... There's a there's an extra element there that these NES games just aren't quite equipped to handle um, specifically sports games like things the, the way that we think about these uh, and play these games where like two players can get inside of each other's heads and like it's very easy for me to figure out like oh okay like if I go around the net the computers usually like fall for the same trick and I can pass to this guy and there's a good chance that it'll be open or whatever but like a player would be able to adapt to that over time you know another person so uh not that I found any like amazing cheats against the computer I just think in general the computer difficulty was lacking in the game uh but you know I think this is just another reason why these games are better with two players is because you have something that the computer just can't offer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that where, that's where it. The, yeah, I, was say, I think that where the single player would kind of like, once they start doing, doing this, I think where it would start to kind of shine a little more is when they start adding like a season or like a career mode or something where it's like, okay, now you have a reason to play single player. Cause you're, you're working to get to the Stanley cup. And I guess you could do it like a tournament in here sort of, but it's not really the same. Um, so like in this, yeah, I think that the only draw 
to like maybe like an older crowd is playing against a friend because then you actually have real competition. Yeah, and they and they do. I mean, they do have the they have the uh, the tournament, and they you play for the quote unquote cup. But uh, no, there's there's nothing for. I think the fact that I, I really like sports games is because it has those season modes, and and these games don't really don't really do it for me that much because of that like extra layer. Because um, I can I can deal with a lot of these faults if uh, if you can sort of not just tell the story of a season, but just like ha- have that that upper level play of managing a season, and that's a um, we still haven't had that. Yeah, and, and you know the the reason I keep talking about like computers and and just like the the way that you score in this game is is because I found that a lot of times you know and, and definitely on the promo too the computer gets in on a lot too but these are very high scoring games oh, that yeah. are kind of like ridiculous well, you really know long. and maybe we had sorry yeah and they are no they you're right Sam they are long in the sense of like if you're able to score that fast right then. You kind of have to make the game shorter so that the scores somewhat reflect that. Like, there's no way that in playtesting this, they said, like, oh, final score was 13 to 9. Like, <laughs> they, ship it. They definitely tried. Like, the, the the clock does start at 20 minutes and counts down, but uh, it's it's very accelerated. Um, so they end up being what I imagine are five-minute periods. Um, but I also don't think that at this point, uh, they're they're just they're not really going for simulation yet. Like this isn't this isn't uh, NHL 2K or NHL Live or NHL uh, whatever. Um, no, totally. And, and uh, you know, sorry, I'm I'm jumping down on your thought here, but like I agree with that. Like that these games are supposed to be fun and arcadey. So I guess what I'm saying is is just make them even shorter though. Like I'm not saying it should be hard to score goals. Like that's the fun part of playing hockey, right? Is putting the yeah. puck in the net. So like if the games come out to thirteen to nine, like I suggested, like just make it so that the game lengths are shorter and like I'm sure that that's not as easy as like, you know just shortening uh, the flipping game. a switch and yeah. yeah, 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 like just shortening the games. I'm sure there would be some penalties from that too. But if I had a comfortable lead, like when I was when I played my first match, it was just like immediately I was winning like nine nothing and yeah. i was like what's the what's the point at this point of scoring any more goals i might as well just run the timer out and i was just passing around and whatever and then That's i noticed fun. like this is, but i'm saying like that takes a while yeah. just passing the puck around and like avoiding the other players is like you realize wow this is a pretty lengthy clock for the situation yes yeah. it is not 20 full minutes of each period <laughs> But it's long for the situation of what you're playing. I, I sure. totally agree. I mean, I wish that there was some option to like say, "Hey, let's just do it two minute periods or something like that." Or no, I agree.
So we're all in agreement there. We need to talk about how the presentation of the games. That's always something that we're interested in as well. Uh, I forget which game had... Oh, it was soccer. Had like a whole halftime show uh, with cheerleaders and everything. And we really enjoyed that. And ever since then, we've been talking about the presentation of these games. Obviously, this game, you know, isn't going for um, the way bases loaded presents itself. Where it actually like tries to like fake out like how the camera looks in an actual televised baseball game. But... There is there is some nice flair here with the way that the players come out and uh, with the half uh, uh, at the end of the periods where you go to the scoreboard. There's even a chance to play Gradius yeah. in this. <laughs> that's that's uh, something I came across. Like it, it seems kind of random whether you get that or you get like the commercial, but um, uh, that that was a surprise. Um, but no, I mean obviously you really can't you can't top bases loaded right now yet. Um, but I did appreciate that, uh, they showed the Jumbotron. You saw these, these goofy animations. Uh, the celebrations for goals are a little bit more, uh, believable now than they were in, uh, ice hockey, uh, because, you know, they're, they're all kind of gathering around and they even have like what I imagine is the equivalent of the pregame warmup of just like, you know, they're all just skating around their zone. Um, and hey, at least now there's like, we didn't actually mention that it's five on five now. So that's also a bit more realistic. Uh, so no, I, th- I did appreciate the presentation in this game. It's not, it's, it's not the best in any sports game that we played, but it's, it's getting there. I, I gotta, I gotta go back to the, uh, the fact that you can play another game in this game, because I feel like that's just like, that's like a level of like care about the audience. They're just like, oh, let's well, you know, let's give them a little break and actually put a whole other tiny little game. And and of course, it's a shmup, which nobody wants, but uh, <laughs> but it is gradient, so so that's that's a plus. But um, it's on our essential games list. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But um, so like it was kind of cool that they like that they they didn't need to include that. It probably wouldn't have done, you know, wouldn't have made much of a difference to them. But it, that's a nice little touch. Yeah, it should have had like a. You know, buy it now at the end of that. You know, like it went so right. close to being a commercial that they might as well have just said, like, available at, at a store near you. Yeah. Because they also flash up, like, ads for Jackal. And Contra. And right. Contra, yeah. So, like, why not? You know, I, I think they should have just been all they, they should, But obviously, should, those are all Konami games, so it makes sense. It should link you to this. the Nintendo store. You should be able to go right there, click on it, go right to the Nintendo store on your NES, and then. Uh... You get the Wii Shop the, channel. Yeah, the Wii eShop. <laughs> Everyone loves shopping out every because Wednesday. Because it's Wednesday. <laughs> uh, and then, Sean, you know, the, the tying system here, I'm a little confused because this seems kind of similar to how we handle ties in hockey now, but I don't think this was the case in, like, 1988, right? Did, did they do shootouts? I So, um, I don't know the the exact context of where this was used, but in some level of high level hockey, it may have even been international hockey. Uh, they didn't just, they didn't just go to overtime. I think that there were situations where it went to shootouts uh, before the NHL uh, decided to do that. in like, I think 2006, 2007. Um, but uh, no, the, the, this has precedent. Like there, there was some level of hockey that did go to shootout after a tie. Uh, it is weird that there's no overtime beforehand, 
But uh, no, that, that, it's not completely goofball. Yeah, and I like that it actually forces you to decide a winner too. It's not just like uh, after yeah, the five shots, tie. if yeah, like up oh, tied after that, like whatever. It's like no, somebody must win, and we will be here all night. Yeah. So we have double dribble, track and field, now blades of steel. These are the Konami sports games that we've played so far. How do we feel about Konami? I mean, we love that developer, but how do we feel about their sports games output? Well, if I remember correctly, we I think loved we all that developer. So yeah, go ahead. I was say we I think we all were pretty high on Double Dribble, right? Yeah, I like Double I Dribble. I, I'm high on all three of these games. No, I I, I do think that these are very competent uh, sports titles for the time. I think that Blades of Steel, I'm high on that too. But but uh, comparing it to Ice Hockey. Where it has some things that it does better, I and mean, it is nice that it's five on five. It does a few things that does better. I think, like now looking at them both so close together, I, I think I'd probably go ice hockey still. I still think that's maybe my favorite ice hockey game on on the NES so far, just because yep. there's a little more of choice here. Chill, Joe. Chill. Okay. We're, we're <laughs> I know that was a question. The, yeah, yeah. We're just talking about the Konami sports games. We're not in the EGL yet, <laughs> right? But I'm just. Uh, but I'm just. That's why this. I as far as the Konami sports games, I go double dribble the highest. Because now when I'm playing Blades of Steel, I'm thinking, well, there's another hockey game out there that's not made by Konami that I can do. The question, of course, is, though, is which sports game should Konami make next? Like, would you want them to refine Double Dribble or Blades of Steel and try to make another one of those games? Or would you say, like, no, those games are good enough. You, like, you did what you could. Now I want to see baseball. Now I want to see soccer. Like, just keep doing every sport. I mean, the, their track record up to this point, and, I mean... I, I'm kind of in the same situation as somebody in 88 would be because I don't know any more Konami sports games. Uh, I would, I'd like to see them take a crack at football. Uh, I'd like to see them take a crack at ho- uh, at soccer. Like, But I also would like to see what they can come up with with the sports that they've already touched upon because they have proven that they're at least making fun games. They may not be the most uh, to the letter of the rule book, uh, but... Uh, they are fun. I'd like to see them do some kind of downhill skiing, snowboarding kind of game. I think they would do that well. You know, their take on their slalom. T- yeah, their take on slalom. I bet would be really good. Probably be essential. Probably. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the next Konami sports game is uh, Skate or Die. Ooh. So um, I, I maybe controversial that I'm listing a uh, extreme sport as a sports game. Sports in the um, word, though. You're good. Yeah, sports in the word. Uh, I always thought that like skateboarding was always just a real sport, too. And maybe it's because I grew up around Tony Hawk's Pro Skater time where it just became normalized. But, like, anything that involves physically scoring points with your body, to me, <laughs> sounds like a sport. It does. Yeah. So... If we have nothing else to talk about Blades of Steel, I think it's time that we, you know, we make a decision on Blades of Steel. Sean, is that okay with you? Uh, I can, I can abide. Okay, Sean can abide. So you, the listener, will abide us in the Essential Games list. Sam? Hey. I don't know what I'm going to say next, and that makes me very dangerous. So I need you... (laughs) To vote first. Okay. Uh, this is this is a fun sports game. I enjoyed it. I think that it's for what it is. It, it has a goal and it accomplishes it very well. And I feel like, especially if I had a friend to play it with, 
I I think I'd have a really good time, but I don't know. I feel like if you're going to play a sports game these days, it's not this one. This ain't it. So, not essential. Still a, a good, solid game, but not essential. Well well said. Well said. Joe? Um, well, since, I mean, you pulled this aside before the show and mentioned that Konami didn't pay us to make this essential. So, I'm going to say no, not essential. No, but in all seriousness, I, I'll say that uh, I think that it's uh, similar. I mean, it, it's it's a perfectly fine uh, hockey game, uh, but there's just, I, I hate to fall into that same thing we say about all the sports games, but there's just too many other versions of hockey you could play that are better, even one that I think maybe we already played. So I'm going to have to say not essential. All right, and I, I will go next. Sorry, Sean. And I will just say that something Sam said during his essential games list where he, like, you know, he had fun. It does what it sets out to do. I agree 100%. I could see myself playing this game again. That doesn't mean it's on the essential games list. And and I don't know what it will take for um, one of these traditional uh, sports games, like, say, uh, a hockey, a basketball, a football, a baseball game. I don't know what it will take to get one of them on the essential games list. Because this one was a lot of fun. And yet it's still not there. And I don't know why that is. But I think that's because gamers, right, don't need the recommendation uh, from us on whether they should play these kinds of games when, when the possibility of playing hockey has been simulated across many different systems and many different years in many different ways. I'm not sure that I would put my foot down and say, if you've got to play one hockey game, that I know which one it is. I mean, some people would tell you NHL 94, but I might say Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey, and somebody might play, no, it's actually just the latest NHL 2K blah blah, you know? Like, it's always, everybody's going to have a different opinion on these kinds of sports games, and there's just so many of them that I think the breadth of, of um, possibilities is too large. So that's why I keep having this internal issue about what to do with these sports games. They're fun, and I'm enjoying them. just don't quite get to that upper echelon of video games. Sean? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with that sentiment. Uh, I wouldn't, I'm not putting this on the essential games list. I'll get that out of the way. But I, as a, a sports game, uh, I guess, fetishist... We'll, uh, we'll just bring up that I kind of have my own little essential uh, sports game list in, in, uh, in, in the NES era. And I'm actually going to put this at the top of that. Like this, if so, I mean, it's definitely not the most perfectly executed sports game. I'm not saying that this is better than any of them in that right, though it is better than most of them. But just by the implication of what they've done to the rules with the fights and how they enforce that and uh, like the little changes in um, uh, in their presentation and just the fact that I am, by and large, a uh, hockey fan, uh, I, I do really enjoy this game. And again, if you just and I say this after every one of them, if you have any curiosity as to how sports games were sort of interpreted in this period, play this game. It's it's fun and it's weird and it's mostly because it's weird, but yeah, play this game. Not essential to play it. Sean, you'll have to uh, sometime soon publish your list of these <laughs> sports games. Maybe I will. I, I would like to see someone on the internet, it doesn't have to be you, Sean, but why not? 
Just okay. somebody rank all the hockey games that ever came out. Oh, man, that is a lot that I haven't played, especially Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. You never played Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey? I have not. Wow, Robin Hood and his Merry Men are at it again. Uh, anyway, okay. <laughs> just something. What? You remember how we were saying about like, um, well, you know the pass thing, the shoot the pass or whatever, or get the pass. Whatever. Yeah, it's a pass. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what he. That's what they say over that's, and over. That's again. what the announcer says okay. over and over again. In Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey. He just keeps saying Robin Hood and his Merry Men are at it again, and that's like. What does uh, that mean to anybody? I was my favorite one of those some... is I think it was NFL. I think it was NFL 2K5 or before that, but um, it was set. It was set after like a quarterback was sacked, and uh, announcer A would say to announcer B, he'd say, <clears throat> "Man, he was groceries right there. Get it <laughs> sacked." And it was my favorite thing, and they said it five times a game. It was okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, Sean, NFL 2K5. That's the one where you can uh, like have a, your own crib, right? That's the crib game. Yeah, I love that game. It's a great so game. Much. Yeah. Uh, MVP Baseball 2005. Also, those are you know those are two great sports games that I would consider over modern games. Even the show. Um, I put no, 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 no. The show is great, but in the show. Um, I don't, I don't know the most recent version of the show, but in MVP baseball, you could actually decide what day was bobblehead day <laughs> at the stadium. You, so, can, <laughs> you can do that in the most recent NHL games, but I, okay. I get that. Yeah. You know, like that was just cool. And I was like, and I'm going to charge $20 for those bobbleheads. That's like, perfect. I love I'd it. I throw in the backyard sports series also. That's sacrilege. <laughs> they had a hockey game. It was good. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's fun. I like those yeah. games. Was like was Sidney Crosby in that? Like, who would have been the Sidney Crosby? No, what was the what was the kid that was good at everything? Is there like one kid Pablo who had like, the highest stats? In... Yes, that's right, Pablo Sanchez. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what, Pablo Sanchez was not needed in Blades of Steel because you can just easily score on your opponent. Uh, everybody's Pablo Sanchez. Yeah, you needed him on the other team. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's it for this episode. We're coming really close to the end of 88, but we're not coming close to the end of this podcast because we're going to continue forever, guys. As long as you continue to listen, we're going to keep making episodes. So keep it here. And if you want to let us know about how things are going, go to at NostalgiaCast on Twitter and just direct all comments to Sean. Start with Sean Dash and then say your comments. This way Sean knows it's for him. Yeah, I'll know. Even if it's not for him. I'll relay them. Please. Yeah, even if it's not for him, do like Sean Dash Joe. I think he <laughs> yeah. made a mistake. Right. Yeah. Right. But if, if so, it's about uh, making a mistake, it probably it probably just leave me out of it. Also, if it's about making a mistake, it probably wasn't Joe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no <perfect>. mistakes ever. <laughs> that's why we call him Super Joe. This has been. <laughs> wow, that's going full circle. Uh, this has been Nostalgia Cast. Join us next week, uh, as I said, for Bump and Jump. I'm Michael Esposito. You can find me at Esposito Film on Twitter, and I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.